Hello everybody. Um, we have a new founder talk with a very famous founder. At least uh, lots of people will know the product that you've, you are doing. It's Prezi. We spoke about that the pronunciation is always a kind yes. of question, but you will <laughs> tell us a little bit more about this. Very warm welcome. Yeah? Thank you. Very kind um, of you. You recently moved to Vienna. Yes. Yeah? Just last August. We yeah. Have, yes. What do you think about our ecosystem, our small ecosystem here? I think primarily what I see is that because the general culture in Vienna is very friendly and open yeah. and kind, yeah, it just saturates everything, even yeah. the startup ecosystem. So it's just very nice to be here. Yes. Thank you. Can you maybe tell us a little bit more about Prezi? How uh, you came up with this idea, what it is exactly, yes. what was it at the beginning? You know, there's always a journey and a yes. story behind. It started myself writing a presentation to, for myself, for my and own We mates. all have to do it. Yeah, well, the truth is I quite enjoyed giving presentations. Mm -hmm. I used to be a media artist working on interactive installations, like in I Austria, like Ars Electronica, like stuff. And I had to do a lot of presentations and I just didn't like that I had to prepare everything before I actually met the people mm. whom I'm talking to. So I thought that I put everything on this big interactive map and I just look at the audience and like, are you interested in this? No, let's, let's talk about the other mm. one. Like a DJ or I don't know, like mm. more, more like mm. a discussion. Mm. And an inter more interactive yes. version, yeah? Mm -hmm. Yes, and much more visual. I'm a very visual person. Mm -hmm. I, it's mm -hmm. like a big map of ideas. I can tell the stories much better. Mm -hmm. And I've told me for about five, six years, I used it alone. <laughs> Except I had a few friends who said, oh, this, this is so cool, how did you do that? So I gave them the tiny code and please use it yourself. And I think in 2007 or eight, we met with our co-founders, who uh, Peter Arve and Peter Halachi, who felt that you know, this should be a product for others. And mm -hmm, mm -hmm. now since here we are, then. since then, <laughs> it's, uh, it's a lot of years, about 100 million users, a few billion presentations, 300-person company in San Francisco, Berlin, Riga, Budapest, and we'll see with the new future of remote work. Cool. <laughs> now yeah. in Vienna. Yeah, no, congratulations. Thank yeah, you. It's uh, always a, a huge story. And Lots of people work and people business behind. No? That's, oh yes, that, yeah. that always. When happens. did you start? You started it. Two thousand eight. Financial crisis. Yes. Wow. We were very brave. Like, let's start a small company from Budapest, no startups, <laughs> and compete with the biggest companies in the world, like PowerPoint, Google Slides, and you know, yeah. Keynote. Yeah. In the middle of a financial crisis. So this is how we got started. And you said you're now in San Francisco, in yeah. Berlin, yes. yeah. Riga and Budapest, yes. Yeah, cool. So for, and maybe Vienna? Yes, we can say Vienna, <laughs> yes. Okay. Speed Investors, you know, is, is very HR related and mm -hmm. you have 300 people. So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm sure you have lots of learnings in this um, uh, industry. What is maybe the, the biggest learning you had, yeah? I think that a good, really good culture will bring out amazing things from everybody. Having so, a common ground in culture is, 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 yes, is key. And, yeah. Yes, and something that also is, is very candid and, and inspiring and makes you want to do something amazing as a team. Mm -hmm. When people can inter internalize it and, and we feel that it's our own, 
we can really do things beyond what we have thought we can do. Mm. It's a very important thing, mm. I believe. Mm. And how would you describe this culture? <laughs> so one of the challenges that probably is different for different people, what, what we always believed sure. in, yeah. we worked very hard on defining on our, on our values and working and refreshing our own values every few years mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to understand what we learned, what didn't work, and where we want to go to. Of course, always somewhat aspirational, mm -hmm. but not on the bullshit level. So that's like... No, the no, game. and to get the buy-in yeah, yes, from the new yes, ones, that's, yes. that's very important. But what... what yeah, I think I can say a few things that I think are... I mean, in some companies, these are, some companies, these are obvious, but in big companies, not always. So I think foundationally, you want everybody to believe that they work matters and the success will be judged on what they do with their team and with others. Mm -hmm. So not okay. on who they know, not on being friends with bosses and all these kind of things, but on things that you know, they have achieved from their ideas. And, and part of this is this really simple example of um, admit your mistakes publicly and learn from them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so not like, oh, I, it's not my fault, none of these things. Like, I didn't do it. <laughs> yeah, this, this is, this is so how we failed, yeah. and this is what we learned. And through this, the company celebrates, and we become a learning organization. We learn from each other's yeah. mistakes. It's fantastic. Yeah. And I remember a female founder here from Spock. She said, if you're not making mistakes, you are not fast enough. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> and you're probably lying. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you're probably yes. lying, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, part of this is this being very honest, mm, you know, like mm, really mm. honest culture that you can actually talk about challenges and the world is constantly changing and sometimes becoming very challenging around yeah. us. So this, this notion of caring for each other as human beings is also quite central, I think. I like this, so it, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's not just, like a, you know, not just like your job where you get fired or not. Mm -hmm. It's a place where there's a community of people and they have to care about you as a human being. Yes. And about for each other, right? And this, we just really help each other, even professionally through this, because we feel much safer, you know, using these ideas mm -hmm. and we can work mm -hmm. together. But, you know, you're 300 people and you started alone, as you yes. said. And in the startup ecosystem, it's always, in a way, growing fast. Mm -hmm. Yeah, not just doing yes. it organically. This uh, growth pain, how did you deal with this? Certainly, there were both challenging times in, in our mm. culture and who we thought we are and how we are talking mm. about it. And I think the way we dealt with it was to try to be open and learn and, mm, and you know, talk mm, mm. publicly. Very, we're very public internally, very yeah, open yeah. with, with uh, the board Excel shared yeah. after every board meeting. So the whole company understands what we're yeah. doing and what are the challenges. And also, I mean, yes, we make mistakes and, and sometimes you work hard to correct them. And sometimes mm -hmm. you can't onboard everybody to the same value system. And sometimes it hurts and then sometimes you part ways. Sometimes mm. it takes years. So I'm not saying it's all easy, but I think you just have to keep believing that it's worth all the extra effort to, to have a great culture. Yeah. You know, 10 years ago, yeah, would you, would you have uh, thought about where you are today, yeah, that this is possible? Did you, did you have this kind of vision? 
when we started, we didn't know. We were like, mm. maybe one day we will get a million users. And it sounds like, <laughs> and it happened in less than years. So, mm. you know, the, we had a really huge uptake early on, in, mm -hmm. in, primarily in American education. Like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. there's a certain age group, and whenever I meet them, and they're from the US, they always all say, oh, I love Prezi, I used it at university. Mm -hmm. But the truth is, you know, this was our initial uptake. Yeah, yeah. And then it moved to companies. So what our growth was more like parents asking their kids like, wow, how did you do that? You're better than doing a presentation <laughs> and that's my job. And you know, that obviously became a more sustainable business. So that yeah. kind of turned into, you know, a tool like that. And, and during these years, sometimes we thought this is a tool for everybody. Then we thought this is a tool for those who really want to impress with a very well-crafted visual mm -hmm. story. And then COVID came and now we are really focusing on, you know, remote virtual presentations mm. and storytelling mm. that, again, is a different setup where I think it's really important for us to be smart and effective through, yeah. through remote yeah. collaboration. And our dreams always are just to, you know, where we see uh, interest and love from users. Yeah. yeah, but speaking about COVID, you know, quite challenging years again. Mm -hmm. How did you as organization cope with this? There is a remote culture we want to yes. yeah, give the opportunity for our employees. But how did you yes. so deal there is, with it? It's, it's quite curious. There are two things that kind of happened for us. In the same time? Just yeah. before. Just before. The pandemic. Yeah. Uh -huh. and, uh, one is that... Uh, my co-founder and old friend Peter Arvai, he resigned as CEO because he spent too much years and he wanted to be with his kids. And one of our fantastic teammates, Jim, Jim Safransky, took on the job. Mm -hmm. And we released a product called Prezi Video, which was made for remote presentations wow. through, yeah. through Zoom. Congrats. <laughs> and then this happened. Obviously, we didn't uh -huh. want any of this. Uh -huh. This was planned to be for like all the remote things we already had. Like, you know, most of us have been working remotely mm -hmm. since a decade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was one thing that we suddenly found that everything we focused on recently and now became very relevant. The, the second thing was that obviously suddenly we started working remotely mm -hmm. and we just fell in love with it. <laughs> yeah. You know, people could stay longer with their kids, especially in San Francisco where most commutes take an hour. It's just yeah, really, yeah, really bad yeah, there. Yeah. And it traffic a, is really yeah, bad there. Yes. <laughs> it was so liberating for a lot of people yeah. to finally have more time to work, more time with the kids. So there were obviously hard things like for everybody onboarding new people. But we're getting there. We will have our first live company-wide event uh, in three weeks. Yeah, in Budapest, we will have it tomorrow, is, as I told you. Yes, <laughs> it's fantastic. Yeah. And, and back to the caution values thing, there is one, one notion that Jim, uh, our, our new CEO, is very fond of and I kind of learned from him which I think is a good learning mm -hmm. from Europe that there is this concept in the US which is called uh, trust and verify mm -hmm. which means that first you trust people and if something is wrong then you verify that are mm -hmm. they really really good mm -hmm. in most in most of Europe what I see that people have it reversed we say like first I'm gonna check are you a really I'm a little bit skeptic. yes and if, if you prove yourself <laughs> and the problem is especially with remote work they just slows mm. everything down like mm. for months and you know because they didn't have an opportunity yet mm -hmm. to prove themselves yeah so kind of this is the culture we're practicing more and mm -hmm. more that you just have to force yourself if you're from Europe that you just have to trust those people as if you've been working together for years and if something is wrong, of course, talk about it. Do you think we as startup ecosystem or you as a company um, 
Do you have to deal more or less with mental health issues? I think it's just different and different people. I think so too, yeah, from the profiles, yeah. Yes. So one thing that we lost was that we were like a family in a beautiful mm. big office and mm. people really, you know, caring for each other is much easier if you're there and exactly. you chat in the cafeteria. It's just... It is what it is. Yes. Yeah? And, but now, of course, people are more with their families and, you know, this becomes harder for those who don't have families yet, who mm. came to our company for a community. Mm-hmm. And obviously people who got affected by, you know, loss of loved ones or now with the war, we have an office in Riga, that country is just constant yeah, that's, fear. And that's really hard. Yeah. A lot of bad things happening also in Hungary. So it's just... Yes. Yes. Look, um, we just are really actively helping, talking, trying to do everything mm, we can mm. remotely, do, do, which is... Yeah, it, do you it, it have any kind of support or... Yes, yes, there are yeah. programs that we, we get and also programs, internally. Yes. Yeah, yeah, We've yeah. always been very... I mean, we always felt that if, if our team learns and knows more, it's better for the company. So always mm-hmm. we're very generous in helping people to learn, get better, grow, and, you know, mm. inviting coaches and others to help us. But yes, these, these times bring new challenges. I, yeah. I don't know if the startup world is affected worse, because in general, I think we have a better Outlook, but I don't know. I never worked in another company. You know, I have a theory that the profiles are more risk-taking profiles, so less maybe Mm. fear. So all those kind of anxiousness, panic attacks are maybe not so much related to our profiles. Mm -hmm. I I think what at least I fear that helps is that our skills are very globally loved and applicable. So if somehow you feel that the world's changed too much around you, you can actually just answer that call from the recruiter (laughs) and move to whichever country you want in the world, which is a very privileged situation. So there are challenges and and possibilities. So on the burnout, since quite a few years, we have these um, no work hours and and free holidays policy that it's, Mm. it's up to you. Truth is, it's actually up to the manager to push people to go and take the holidays. I know, I know, yeah. It's, but it's, yeah, but this is also taken seriously. So we, we talk yeah. to all the leaders that you have to make sure that people are happy on the long term. The yeah. point is not to get and it right And we're no now. machines, we're yes. yeah, human beings. And yes. Yeah. What are your coping strategies? Yeah, if you are struggling with something. Partly I love spending time with my family. We're like... A, creative family, we build and draw things together. It's a very, very lovely time. And also I play music, so that's my Mm, mm. secret place. That's a good thing to do. Will you start uh, an office in Vienna? We're quite happy with this virtual first. We have a lot of open positions and many of them are like European Union remote. Yeah, so everybody can look it up. There is the last part we yes. would have yeah, to complete some sentences. And uh, you already told me that you love the first one. So, in a world led by women. We would have solved the climate crisis and there would be no war in Ukraine. Uh, what is something very few know about you? I, I work on innovation specifically at Prezi since long with, uh, with our lab. And I always felt that when I get old, it will be not authentic. Maybe I will have the power to talk about myself as a tactical innovator, 
but it will be not authentic with the speed of change of technology. So I hope to become an actively uh, playing jazz guitarist when I get 60, to have a small and loving audience and just have that human connection. That's <laughs> <Cool>. my... Yes. <laughs> Very cool. And the last one is always a little bit heroes related, so mm -hmm. that superpower mm -hmm. you wish you would have? Become smarter. <laughs> I, I just believe that with knowledge we can, we could do and we would understand our limitations. We will understand why the world is not led by women and how to make that happen. <laughs> yeah, I, I believe in knowledge and very mm. deeply and mm. and it's it's kind of an unlimited potential. It's just hard. So I wish mm. I was smarter. Yeah, you believe in knowledge and you know you you try hard to make it easier for us to to digest it, to yes. see it, to have it with music uh, visualized and I I think it's really great yeah, what you. you've achieved. If you want to say something at the end, the camera is yours. Oh yes, well, just go to Prezi.com. I think you will have fun. It will help you to become more creative, feel better about yourself with the amazing visuals you can use through Zoom, Teams, whatever you use, or live. I really believe visual thinking makes you happier and smarter. So give it a try. <laughs>